Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Hi. <laughs> Howdy. Thanks for coming tonight. We're thrilled to be here again. It's been a while, but we're here again with Mark Croft. Out the trunk of his car He made the drive up from a New Orleans Or he was hoping to align the stars He said, please accept my humble invitation To become the richest city in the nation All I need is a little down payment, yeah but People came a-running with their arms outstretched In a desperate look in their eyes He's been selling ice to Eskimos for years And he knows what it takes to keep them mesmerized I said, coming from a man in my position, you seem to be the very definition of a lying and cheating snake oil salesman. So I said, boy, I'm going to count to ten, and then you'd better be out of my sight. Start heading south on 55 until you cross that county line. I said, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, Four, five, Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine. He stood up to try to talk me down, and he said that I had it all wrong. With his gold teeth shining and a twinkle in his eyes, he said, I'm just here to help you, son. I said, yeah, you put on quite an exhibition. But I can't seem to shake this premonition That you're gonna take the money and run So I said, boy, I'm gonna count to ten And then you better be out of my sight And get your button back down to New Orleans And across the Louisiana state line I said, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine. serious about the countdown I went into my trunk and pulled out my shotgun to drive that sucker right out of town when he saw me coming with a gun in my hands I realized that he had made a mistake cause you should never underestimate the power of persuasion of a 12 gauge stuck in your face oh when chunk chunk went the shotgun Junk, junk went the gun. Junk, junk went the shotgun. Junk, junk went the gun. Now for the last time, I'm gonna count to ten, and then you better be out of my sight. These stars and bars say that I'm alone. It's time for you to say goodbye. I said one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, four, five Mississippi, six, seven, eight, nine. Mississippi three four five Mississippi six seven eight nine one Mississippi two Mississippi three four five Mississippi six seven eight 
night. Yeah. <laughs> you just helped a bunch of kids learn how to count. Okay. <laughs> certainly, I certainly reminded myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. Nice to have you back on the show. It's been... Well, I didn't check for sure, but I mean, it's been a while. It's been yeah, a you year, know, it's been a, so. about a year and a half, or yeah. maybe almost two years now. So yeah. glad to be back, man. Thanks yeah. so much for having me. Both. Absolutely. Yeah. You look great. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, so we're here with Mark, Mr. Mark Croft, and uh, Mark is a is a. Uh, fixture here in the Madison scene, but you're touring a lot. You're playing a lot of different places and yeah. getting around. This, this summer has been, uh, has been largely dedicated to uh, uh, putting out a new record and, and getting all that going. So uh, this fall, I'm, I'm getting started getting back out there and doing a little bit more traveling. And then in the springtime and hopefully next summer, we'll just be all over the place. So Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? It's a lot of preparation out front. And I know as a, as a songwriter or as a, as a musician, it can seem really daunting task and, and kind of deferred um, uh, gratification. gratification. Yes. You have to do all this work up front really for the year and a half down the line or a year down the line. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, for it's, the bigger festivals and things like that. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 that's a big part of it. The, the thing that I finally started to learn after, you know, doing this for, you know, five years full time is, is really you're, you're, you're thinking in, in three month chunks of time and, you know, doing that, that planning. And if you're not set for the next three months, then the six months after that are going to be pretty rough. And, you yeah. know, so, um, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. Having that, uh, that uh, <laughs> delayed gratification is an excellent, excellent way to put it. Well, so. and this, there's this cycle thing, too, that happens that you've got to be careful. You know, this is a word to the wise if you're planning to be a professional musician. You know, it's, it's great to be really busy, but of course, if you're the person that's doing all the booking too, et cetera, for yourself, then that busy time, if you're not careful, can also translate into a very not busy time yes. about three months down the line. Yeah, right? abs <laughs> when you're absolutely. busy, but you're actually not like booking and doing stuff. Yeah, so. or, or if you're, I, you know, I spent the majority of, it, it felt like from February until, you know, early June that I was doing so much writing and preparation and, and getting money together for the record that uh, I, I got to this summer and I was like, oh my God, I've really got to find some, some places to play this summer. Because uh, it just gets, you know, you've got to set up your priorities and when yeah. that's it, that, that stuff just kind of gets put to the back. So. Well, you know, I, I've, we've known you for quite a while and I didn't know, I don't know why, I guess I didn't read the fine print, but you're from Columbus. I am. I did not know that. We, Mary and I live in Sun Prairie, and Columbus is just oh. a right up one Highway 151 here. Yes. In and I actually just uh, actually just very recently moved back there. You with did. What, yes, with my with my girlfriend and our and our son. And oh, it's okay. it's a. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm 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 proud, but I'm certainly <laughs> I'm certainly happy about it and excited about it. Is that I literally moved across the backyard from my parents. In Columbus, <laughs> so there's this whole like I have become you know Raymond uh, essentially, and you know. Oh, they're still there. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. Uh, thank you. My, my my folks are wonderful. They're yeah. they're they're fantastic and amazing. And you have a five year old having yeah. that kind of support there is is great. Yeah. And um, their cable television also does not hurt. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, kind of kind of puts a kibosh on the backyard beer party, though, doesn't it? Well, of course. So does the five-year-old. Well, unless so. you invite them, it depends yeah. on what your parents are. Yeah. Like. You know, I'm a musician, so that's the excuse I use for a lot of that behavior most of the time. Yeah. So uh, it that seems never to worked work. for me, uh, man. No, it never <laughs> did. Actually, it it was. This is actually not my my first uh, performance of the day today. I actually started out quite early this morning at, at nine o'clock and uh, went into uh, uh, Noah's uh, preschool, I'm sorry, kindergarten class, I think that's very important, he's moved on, uh, into his kindergarten class and, and played some songs and read a book for his class today. So, wow. uh, yes. Cool. So what, what kind of songs did you play? Well, I, I gotta tell you, it was nice to be in a room where I could actually, actually knew some of the requests. Um, uh, so it was a big, I'm like, I can do Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I know that song and, and we'll yeah. do a rockin' version of, uh, you know, The Farmer and the Dell and, yeah. and they just, they totally dug it and, 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 and loved it. And I was pouring through my stuff going, what, what, what's appropriate for a kindergarten class and really 
struggled. <laughs> found myself writing a lot of uh, songs about guns and threatening people, as you can tell from that last song. So, uh, I stuck and there, to and the there's stuff. a song about the prostitute. Yeah, you know, and not no, nothing about no songs about venereal disease yeah. at all during that during that set. Love for sale. You know, it's a fine line you got to walk with yeah. the kindergarten class. Yeah. You know, are they going to get the sexual innuendo? I should probably leave that out. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. So. And it's a slippery slope. I mean, you could turn into a children's artist. But actually, we, you know, with some friends of ours, actually, we just had the, the Cork and Bottle String Band. They're phenomenal. They were on. And David Landau's their longtime guitar player. Sure. And he's now, the last few years, has been a children's artist and wildly successful. He's phenomenal at it. Well, you know? I, I, have, I have always said that if kids under eight had a tremendous amount more disposable income that I would be a very rich man. Uh, unfortunately, that is not the case. That is an issue, yeah. But it, I'll tell you, you, I, I go and play, you know, I, I'm like, you guys playing all the time, playing all for different variants of varied audiences, and when you have, you look down and there are 12 faces staring at you, uh, absorbing everything that you're doing I mean, really, that's why we get in. We love playing music, yeah. yes, but we also like to have people paying attention. <laughs> and I can see how that is like, this is fantastic. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care. You can be two or 80 yeah. as long as you're paying attention. You know, it's yeah. great. So. Yeah. Well, what's the song that we were going to do tonight? That uh, You may have had a particular order, so you can just kind of put um, the kibosh on this. Is there one of these that you did? I, I didn't, but um, because uh, um, you know, I wanted to do something kind of peppy, and it was oh, yeah, really, yeah. it was really not about me today. Right, I, my, right. uh, you know, Kirsten had to remind me that several times. Like, it's not really <laughs> about you today, Mark. Just, I'm like, you're right. I know, I know, it's about you know Noah, and I'm gonna play. I played me and yeah. Julio, which I felt like was maybe the most risky oh, thing for them. But cool, eh, down by the cool. schoolyard, they all yeah, loved it, you know, and did uh, did another uh, another song of mine. But um, I actually have a. Uh, uh, a seven-year-old nephew, and um, uh, when he heard this, the, the new record, and, and this song in particular, The Crow and the Raven, um, he, uh, it has quickly become his, his favorite song. And I think the thing that's so cool about it is the song is not the, my kind of typical song. It's, you know, it's not real poppy. It's, it's this kind of, you know, attempt at uh, kind of a gypsy swing thing. And um, the, the jazziest, most like calypso part in it that's kind of happening is the part that my seven-year-old nephew likes the most so uh i've got to get him give him some credit for that wow. but this is a fun tune it's uh my 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 foray into i guess i guess it's maybe more than a foray i might be past that but um getting to a place of really being comfortable and enjoying writing some more story songs so Circled in the darkened sky And the crow said to the raven It's obvious to me That there's trouble for as far as I can see Mr. Crow said the raven I think you can double down I place my bet the devil Get the troubled side of town Where wickedness is spreading like A terminal disease And it's bringing them down to their knees As we danced in circles around the fire And the crow said, Mr. Raven Do they actually believe That a dance can rid the world of this disease? Mm, but hey, Mr. Crow, come and dance with me We're 
taking a stand and you see it's all we've got And they ain't misbehaving when there's something worth saving So we'll dance and we'll twirl And we'll shake evil from this Fun to be, I think, I would think it'd be fun to be an audience watching a paper. You know, Mark has some charts for us and great, but to see the eyes at the end, of everyone, the eyes are getting really big. It says, <laughs> it says hard ending. I'm going, what does that mean? And where? And we're staring at each other. Going, you know, I think, I think if, you've, if you've played with me for long enough, which, uh, you know, I've, I've got uh, more than a, uh, a few band members that have been playing with me for, you know, four or five years, and and they've they've finally adjusted to the fact that I uh, I haven't I'm not the greatest communicator on stage. So I finally learned like you know big eyes means there's a change coming. And if I go shh, it means we're going to get quiet. And you know thanks for the hard ending. Is it on the one or the four? I'm, I don't really count that way. I'm sorry. Can you guys figure it out and kind of tell each other what's going on? Because I don't. You know, so. <laughs> No, I think you're a pretty good communicator. Well, well, yeah. thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. I, I I pulled it off uh, down that song, I guess. So uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Well, well, there's 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 big eyes as in watch out. There's something coming, and then there's big eyes like like the panic. Yes. Big eyes like yes. Like, Here it comes. Watch out. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. Major key change. Here we go. Major key change. Yeah. I see a train wreck happening. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then there's the head shake. Yeah, that happens yeah. the little bit, you know, after after someone's blown it. Yeah. You know, you don't want to make a big deal out of it. It's like, oh, jeez. Yeah, the this, this slow, yeah. subtle head shake is never a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Not cool. I started this thing of... That's right. I started this thing a few years ago. Well, a long, long 20 years ago. Where I'd just turn around and I'd smile at somebody because I was having a good time. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm just smiling. I'm just having a good time. So I'd I'm have happy. to explain it to We're everybody happy. we play with. <laughs> people are, you know, if I smile at you randomly... That. It means 
It means, hi, how you doing? <laughs> it doesn't mean, oh my God, you, you don't know something that I'm going to do now. Yes, but, yes, yeah. I, but I since don't... I'm the side musician, it usually yeah. they, they shouldn't be looking at me for cues anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe there should just be no communication unless something is actually happening in the song. It, it seems to be, you know. Yeah, like nobody look at anybody. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll just all stand in our little box until yeah. I know that you've screwed up, in which case you will get the slow, subtle... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, how how often do you perform solo versus ensemble these days? Uh, I'm I'm still doing a lot of stuff solo. Um, it's I've, I've found the uh, the easiest way to uh, to make a living uh, is to, <laughs> really? and to keep myself very busy is yeah. to uh, is to be playing is to be playing solo. I did kind of make a choice, um, uh, uh, you know, two or three years ago that. Um, I was like, you know, I, I, I'd gone through, a, you know, a number of band members and I always felt like I had this kind of rotating cast and I still kind of do in some ways. Um, and I just, I realized that, you know, Mark, if you want, really want to do this, you're the one thing that is always going to have to be the constant in your career or whatever you're doing or however you're doing yeah. it. So, you know, I, I kind of made the decision that, hey, I've got to go out and make sure that I can pull off my music solo and do it and perform it and um, and really learn how to perform with just my guitar and my voice and make that work and make that happen yeah. and if that's working and happening then anything you add on hopefully is just icing on on you know a pretty tasty chocolate cake <laughs> that I consider myself as so <laughs> really okay interesting I just I just like a lot of chocolate cake I guess that's probably the <laughs> you must have very interesting dreams yeah I know but that that's but that's cake great is good and chocolate's better yeah, so if, we, if we need a metaphor let's let's go with cake I so, like it yeah. that, that's great advice for for songwriters starting out or songwriters that are or musicians that are trying and and wondering why you know the bands aren't happening it's like get it you really yeah. got to get it together yourself yeah. what whatever it is yeah. you have the concept you need to do that yeah and it's really it's 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 definitely something that you've you know you have to make that decision and go I, i've got to make this work with me first because i can have great people playing with me but if we're not all together or if i'm screwing it up then you know i certainly don't want to be the problem not that i'm not occasionally <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know well, this new uh, well, if you if you're if you're new if you're just joining us, we're we're here with Mark Croft tonight here on Mad Test Live, um, five-time winner at the Mamas this this year. Yeah. The Madison Area Music Awards. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, oh, thanks. That's awesome. Thanks. It was. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. So that's Thank for. Uh, he's not going to say it because he's going to blush. I'm, I think, but um, for for pop artist album. Song of the Year, Best Male Vocalist, and Best Music Video. Yeah. For crying out loud. Yeah. So if you're coming to Madison, don't bother to enter the Mamas. That's good. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I, 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 it, you know, it, it was, it was, uh, it, I kept, I kept turning to, to my, my girlfriend that night and going, really? Really? <laughs> that, I, really? I won that one? Are you kidding me? But, um, you know, it's, a, it, it's, it's always so cool, and that's always just a really fun night, and yeah. you get a chance to, you, when, you're, when you're a musician, you don't get to see other musicians, so, like, that's kind of the night, it seems like everybody yeah. just kind of takes the night off when you get to hang out and see each other and actually get a chance to meet some of these people, and, you know, the coolest thing about the Mamas is um, that, that uh, you know, there is, there is the, 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 the cool aspect of getting, you know, some recognition and just, you know, having that whole thing happen, but... What's really cool is that there's, there's, there's money being raised for charity and that the other thing that I yeah. really enjoyed about it was that there were people that were willing to take time out of their day and go on and actually vote and vote even if it wasn't just for me, that there are actually people that, that care about music and were willing to, to make a donation to go yeah. on and support the people that they enjoyed and, and, and the people that they liked and were fans of. And, and, yeah. um, and I was just so surprised and honored that Yeah, that's <laughs> that cool. And I it is a definitely thing. Them, I mean, to yeah. say about the, the, the Mamas stand for Madison Area Music Awards if you're not from around this area, and if you want to help support that um, they have a mission statement, it's actually a nonprofit, yeah. um, putting uh, instruments in the hands of kids. They do other things related to music education, which are, which are great. And so it's yeah. not just the Mama Awards once a year. Yeah. It's actually, you can go on and donate, and, and this is actually going to support this ongoing yeah. mission that yeah. they have. So it's a great thing. And it's been so great. It, it, what is it, a sixth or seventh year now or something like something that? Something like at least, you know, yeah. I, I think I've been to at least four or five of them yeah. and, and missed a few in the beginning. So. 
you know, like the fact that it's that it's it seems like it's just getting better, and it yeah. just seems to prove people still want to participate and take part of it. I think it's a great thing. So, yeah. well, this new this new CD, uh, Evening Flood. Yeah, it's done. It is done finally. <laughs> Woo. Considering that your uh, CD release is coming right up here, I do. Yeah, o October sixteenth, right here at, at the, the at the Brink Lounge. Yep. So, um, yeah, I've got. Uh, it, it was this. This was definitely the um, uh, the most time and effort and energy spent making a record that I've ever really done. And it's. I don't certainly don't want to, uh, you know, put down anything I've I've done before. But I, it was just the, 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 the decision and opportunity kind of came up to go and make this record and work with this producer that I worked with and realizing, uh, you know, very quickly that I really have not done enough songwriting over the last, since I put out my last record and I really want to have some great songs. I'm yeah. going to have this great opportunity and these great musicians and now everybody, I, I really want to have some killer yeah. stuff. And it's, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a phenomenal sounding album. It's a, a producer, a Grammy award winning producer engineer Tom Tucker has worked with Prince and Sting and Greg yeah. Brown from, yeah. from Iowa. And, yeah, yeah uh, I was, I was, I was fortunate enough to get him to, to, to sit in and mix the record. I mean, the guy's mixed like 19 Greg Brown records, so, yeah. you know, if Greg Brown's going back to him again and again, I could probably trust yeah. him. And, and I was really working closely with um, Anthony Benson, uh, who, was the, who was the main producer. And the first time okay. I'd really like, taken these songs and gone, here you go, let's see what you can do with them. So. Um, but very exciting, and 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 I'm I'm really I'm really happy with this record. So. Are these two? Are these on? Yeah, these are on that album. Yeah, I think everything yeah. I'll do tonight will probably yeah. be from that record. So. Okay. I should I should probably start promoting and talking about it. So uh, considering it's a month away, so I'll probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> practice, Sounds practice, like a good practice. Idea. Uh, should we do? Let's. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, Amen and Hallelujah. How yeah. about we try oh, that one? Don't let me say amen Until you're in my arms again And baby, don't let me sing hallelujah Until you're here for good But I'm so confused Cause so many times before Treated my life like it's your own revolving door. Yeah, you're in it one day and then you're gone the next, and it's left me trained and disconnected. And I don't know if I can take this anymore. Oh, now, babe, you know I ache when you're gone until you're back here where you belong, and you tell me that you're gonna stay. Tell me that I'm wrong While I've been throwing myself in headlong And then you turn And you disappear for days and days And now, babe Don't let me say amen Until you're in my arms again Oh, now, babe Don't let me say hallelujah Until you're here Understand or convey, but it's hard for me to know what I should do. Oh, and I know that sometimes you shut down and you don't want nobody around, but if there's one thing that you can do, there's a promise you can make to me, then babe, you won't let me say amen until you're in my arms again. Back here where you belong, and you tell me you're gonna stay alone. But if you tell me that I'm wrong, while well, I've been throwing myself in headlong, and then I 
turn and you're gone and you disappear for days and days now, babe. Don't let me say amen until you're in my arms again. And baby, don't let me sing hallelujah Wow, Chris and Chris, we got to give it for Chris and Mary on that one. Holy cow! The the sirens over here. That was that was amazing. Well, just learned off your album when you yeah. listen to this song. Yeah, there's some great musicians on this. We were just talking. Um, there's a tune that we're gonna you're gonna do coming up here. Uh, oh, actually, we already did the Crow and the Raven. Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, yeah. Jim Price. I said, who was that fiddle player, yeah. the violin player on the yeah. album? And I was like, Jim Price, I know Jim Price, he's from the Twin Cities, yeah. he's been a great session player, a gigging musician up there for many, many years. I yeah. did a strolling gig with him at some convention, no like kidding. 20 years ago or you know, 25 he, years ago. He was, just one of the, he, you know, he was just one of those guys who, you know, could just, he, he never heard the song before he came in and he played through it twice and we were like, okay, that was good, well, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming in. You know, really, really a, a amazing, amazing player. And I, I was very fortunate to work with, with the musicians on here. I, I, many of them I'd never heard of or, or never, never met before, but I was assured that they were, they were fantastic and I yeah. would just have to trust that. Um, but, uh, you know, we had uh, Noah Levy, who is uh, now the drummer for the Bodines, came in and did the, did the drumming on this record. And I think, I, I think like I, two weeks or three weeks after he had played on mine, he had played on Brian Setzer's recent, <laughs> most recent record. So um, to have him and, and um, uh, Mary Jane Alm, who was uh, really huge in, up in the Twin Cities, um, uh, a while ago, I, I know that at one point she had been tied for Minneapolis uh, Musician of the Year with Prince. <laughs> so, and wow. she, yeah, yeah, she came in and she came in and and, and sang uh, some backups on there. And yeah. um, they, this girl, you, when you when you hear this record, you're going to hear what you guys just covered is all those great backing vocals, yeah. and it was something that I'd never really done and wasn't accustomed to. And and Anthony, the producer, assured me, like, no, no, this is this is a cool thing, and you're going to like it. And I sat there going, okay, I'm not sure how. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it just really colors everything in such a different way, and it sounds different from, from the stuff that I've done in the past, and it's, it's just really amazing, um, uh, the, the opportunity to, to work with all those, yeah, those folks. Yeah, so. the slide yeah. guitar work is phenomenal, and yeah. really great guitar textures. Yeah. If you're just joining us, we're here with Mark Croft. You can go to uh, www.markcroftmusic.com. It's, it's C-R-O-F-T, Croft, markcroftmusic.com. Um, and we're talking about Evening Flood, which is Mark's CD that's coming out very soon, actually this month, October uh, yeah. 2010. October 16th, yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll have the release party right here at the, uh, at the Brink Lounge. Should be a great night. We got, uh, I've got, you know, the, I, now that I've, I've recorded this record with I've had to have the trio of, of, of backup singers uh, coming in and, and singing mm -hmm. on that, and, and um, Chris couldn't make it, so I did get Biff uh, yeah. uh, Bloom from Gagnet from the Gomers. He's yeah. going to come in and play some violin, and I'm having a saxophone I, that night. Uh, there's a, a, an episode of Castle I have to see that night. Yes. <laughs> you know. Well, so, the, I mean, I'd like to be here. I understand. I know. I, I, understand. Nice I, I was, if, if I hadn't watched it last night, I would judge you, but <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry. I hate An episode me too. of Castle. I'm after. sorry. Hey, First time in his life he's ever left a meeting early to go watch a TV yeah. show. It was a season premiere last night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a softie. They're getting back together. You, you really dig that show, huh? We do, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh. I, I was... I, I, my girlfriend is a huge fan, and so yeah. I, as by proxy, become a big <laughs> fan as well. So I can't believe we're talking about... 
Anyway. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted yes, to ask know, you, yeah. <laughs> since you're from Columbus, if if those the the gigantic antique mall was there yes. when you were growing up. Um, it was. It was there, and I remember, you know, when I was like 12, kind of discovering it, which is when I was starting to collect baseball cards. Now those were all at the front of the store, so I, I never got very, very far into it. Um, because isn't it kind of like House on the Rock? It's freakish. It's really I mean, just, in, it's this giant, giant old warehouse or industrial space. And at the very end of it, you know, after you've seen, you know, a million of those old dolls with like the automatic <laughs> eyes yeah. that will do that with one eye closed, yeah. kind of looking at yeah. you like that. <laughs> like no clothing and like naked dolls with one eye winking at you. Uh, and yes, you do want to try and leave there as, as quickly as possible. I once. had that dream last night. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's not a good one. If, no, it's not. If you, so if you're coming to Wisconsin, you've got to go to the Columbus Antique Mall there. It, it is. It's, it's a trip. It's sort of like, actually, it's very similar to going to the House on the Rock, if you've ever been there. You know, they keep adding on to it. It's like this enormous warehouse. It's like three or four, three buildings now. A lot of collections of that, collections. Yeah, and the harder thing about going through the House on the Rock which we will now never get a sponsorship from, probably, is, um, well, it's, it's really cool, actually. <laughs> they do kind of but have a lot of emergency exits. Yeah, there's, you're in a line <laughs> behind all these people, right? And so you can't really get out. You don't know where you are, and then you're and and it's, it's dark kind of there. dark. And it takes a long time. You're like, it's like three or four hours, and by the oh, time yeah. you get out of there, you're like, you're like good God, get yeah. me out of here! You know, now we're back at the big whale again. How yeah. did we get in here? Yeah. 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 But Columbus yeah. Antique Mall is similar to that. You, you find yourself in a room and you go, I know I haven't seen this before. I have they, no idea where the, I am. And they the room's numbered, well, but it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, yeah. Because you big, don't know which way to go back. Oh, no, no, no. To, there's to there's, there's the very little signage. Number. They want you lost in oh, there. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think the one thing that you could do different at the Antiques Mall is actually buy your way out. <laughs> Just go, I will buy this if you'll show me the door. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, because yeah. otherwise, otherwise they'll let you wander in there for days. Oh, they don't, they don't, yeah. I don't think they even close. I don't think, I don't they, think they do either. You'll have, if you go there early in the morning, there'll still be people just sleeping in an aisle from yeah. the night before. <laughs> just lost. We're still here. How do we get out? It's scary, right? It's scary. Like up on the third floor, you'll run into a guy, you yeah. know, and he's like, you could tell his beard's on the like the fourth day. Yeah. He's yeah. like, please help me, help I me. I know. <laughs> I was gonna buy this hookah, yeah. and now yeah. I can't. Columbus Antique Mall, Highway 151. Anyways, check it out. Check it out. All right. Cool. <laughs> That's a good segue, isn't it? Wow. Into uh, Cripple Me, perhaps? Yeah, let's do Cripple Me. How about that one? Underwater and the bluest face I've ever seen. And I blew my stash cord in the preacher's youngest daughter. She finally made a man out of me. That quarter slice of moon has been hanging there for days. And I knew you're waiting patiently to strip me of my faith. Kiss the enemy. Now I'm standing here and waiting, but you ain't gonna grab me. Throw another back, yeah, and you can drink that dirty water, cause I know you love that bitter taste. And there's a simple fact. But that drink will make you smaller So you can wipe that smug look off your face One drink is too many And a hundred ain't enough To take these stones and break these bones Cause I've made them out of love Traded in my high hopes to kiss the enemy Now I'm standing here and waiting But you ain't gonna grab me Yeah. Oh, 
chest, I'll know that you can hear it drumming. And I can lie, lie, lie to myself and say that you ain't coming. And take my arms and take my legs, take my final breath. You can have anything you want, but you will never get that. What a slice of moon has been hanging there for days. I know you're waiting patiently to try to strip me of my faith Training in my failures for one small victory Now I'm standing here tall But you ain't gonna grapple me some of your influences because you've got this great this great um driving funky thing in a lot of your tunes yeah um you know I, I, being from being from uh wisconsin I, I think and being an acoustic guitar player it's it's really tough to escape the the very tall shadow that willie porter casts oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. around here um, for sure. And uh, when I when I was first really starting out too, seeing guys like like Peter Mulvey um, going and 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 doing the finger style thing and carrying those guys just carry so much rhythm in what they do. You know, when I when I was really getting into acoustic guitar and I was my freshman year in college and was trying to meet girls, I listened to a lot of you know Dave Matthews was a big was a big part of it. That's probably an inescapable influence for me. Um, but uh, you know, it was those guys that were that I, I, when I listened, I was like, "Wow, they can do so much with just an acoustic guitar." Yeah. And and they, you feel like there's all these other musicians up on stage with them, and it's really it's just them. And and I just always thought that was really cool, and wanted to be able to try and recreate that myself has always mm -hmm. been kind of a goal. So, guitar is one of those amazing instruments. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I certainly, I didn't start out as a guitar player, but once I, once I kind of found it and, and realized how versatile it was, I certainly fell in love with it and yeah. never, what was your never looked back. Was, I, was, I, was, I played the piano till I was, uh, was, my, was my first and main instrument till I was 18, 19. And you realized that it's really hard to get girls with the piano? Yeah, I, I tried. I tried <laughs> really hard with the piano. Not impossible, uh, but... You know, I, I thought I thought that you know if I if I had you know played football and 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 played basketball and then played the piano on top of that 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 would really knock them dead. But it, <laughs> I, I, I apparently uh, had uh, had some problems other than that. So when I picked up the guitar, that was you know uh, it was definitely a, a, a change for me. I yeah. have a brother that played, and you know I kind of stole his his instruments for <laughs> for a few years and 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 went with it. But um, so you're playing for those out there and. Uh, Listening on the radio or whatever, um, Mark is tonight. He's uh, playing a Larave guitar. I am. Yeah, it's a custom kind of thing. Yeah, I, I bought this Larave. Um, I've had it for, God, I want to say ten years, at least ten years. Um, when I first kind of, you know, bit the bullet and decided I really wanted to get a a, a, a nice acoustic guitar, I I had one for about, you know, went down to Spruce Tree and talked to them, and and he sold me a guitar and. I had it for about a year and a half, and then, and then I was at home one night playing the electric guitar in the basement, and left mine upstairs. And somebody came in and walked in and grabbed that guitar right off the couch and walked wow, right out. The so, nerve! Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, they stole my roommate's yeah. flutes too. We think they were starting a band, so uh, <laughs> hope that's going well for them. You see, uh, uh, three people with a acoustic guitar and a couple of flutists, flautists. Give uh, you know, give them hell. Or uh, email info yes, at markcroftmusic.com. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, not the last time I was robbed, but I still have this guitar, yeah. and uh, it's served me well. It's it's definitely starting to show its its uh, its years and its wear, but I think that's just character, and I'm I'm, I'm digging it. As long as you know the pickup's still sending yeah. a signal most of the time, it's okay. Well, let's do a slew of tunes. What what are you thinking of here? Well, I was thinking uh, of doing something a little bit. Uh, we got how many? How much time we have left? We got, we got a little time here. Time for at least a couple more. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You guys want to hear a couple more? Oh heck All right. yeah! All right. Come on. Well, how about we do? Uh, how about we do? If she's gonna shake it. 
Excellent. All right. And this is a song. So I went out, I went into the studio and had been writing songs for, you know, for, you know, two and a half, three months, really buckling down and getting them written and realized that I really needed something that was kind of fun and funky on there to kind of fill out the record. And we had, we had talked about doing a cover and, um, and, um, I happened to just be driving in the car one night and this song just kind of popped into my head. I think I was listening to some, must have been listening to some Keb Mo or something like that. And, Isn't Keb and awesome? I love, oh, he's love just Keb. amazing. He's just amazing. And, and another big influence when I strutted out, I still haven't been able to make that slide sing like he does. But oh, uh, um, uh, so I, 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 I think I was going in uh, to the studio on, on the next Sunday and I sat down on Saturday. And this was literally like one of those songs that just kind of like 45 minutes, I had the chorus, three verses, and we were done. And that was it. And uh, we got into the studio. I think we had to record this song twice, because the first version was still my little uh, unworked out version. But uh, it ended up being one of my favorite songs on the record. So this is called If She's Gonna Shake It. I have to remember how to play this song. <laughs> to worry when the band starts to play Cause my girl backs up a rhythm and gets carried away And they call themselves my friends and they call me to complain That it's your good reputation she's gonna betray She don't leave much to the imagination dancing that way But I'm not worried, no They said she's gonna shake it like that gonna shake it like that I'm gonna shake it like this and I'm gonna be fine Superstitious women start to spit on the streets and the looks that shooting at her would make most women retreat but she can't and she won't once she starts moving her feet cause she's a sucker for a rhythm with a zydeco beat and most times I feel like jumping in and getting into straight right by her side. They said she's gonna shake it like that. Tell me, boy, how you're gonna be alright? Yeah, yeah. They said she's gonna shake it like that. Tell me, boy, how you're gonna be devil's at play because she can shake her hips in supernatural ways you've never seen but you gotta know she puts on quite a display and that look on sunday dress gives all her secrets away i said trying to stop her is like you're trying to stop a hurricane it's not gonna happen they said
Nice. That's a toe tapper. <laughs> it's a little bit of a toe tapper, isn't <laughs> cool. it? Cool. Right. So yeah. that's your that's your favorite song. What, just most you had a lot of fun writing it. Just kind of uh, yeah. fell into place. You know the 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 kind of evolution of that song. It, it was just it kind of happened so quickly that it was like I barely knew the song going in, and I hadn't really like kind of internalized it. So all of a sudden, I've got this great recording of it with these great musicians playing on, and it's super funky and. I was like, wow, that's like Christmas come early, you know, because all of a sudden I was going, that's my song. And I didn't even really know that that song existed. And all of a sudden it's here. And, you know, so it was, it was very exciting. It was a lot of fun. Now you're going to have to get a gold lame suit. A gold lame suit. And, uh, and always travel with the, dan the dancers and the corn section. And I know. I really set myself up for something, you haven't did. I? You yeah. did. Man, if only they made those out of cotton. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this winter you'll be fine, but next so summer, hot. man, you are yeah, in trouble. Yeah, no, it's not going to yeah. be good. Yeah. It's not going to be yeah. good, yeah. Um, joining us, uh, we're, we're here with Mark Croft. Um, tell, me a little, tell us a little more about this, um, some of the philanthropic events, some things you've been doing. You've, you've written some songs, and you uh, did a performance for Funk Out Cancer. What's that? Yeah. What was that? Um, uh, <laughs> I, I did that last year, um, it was, uh, last uh, November, uh, November of 2009, and um, uh, you know I had recorded a, two, uh, uh, a tune back in 2007 uh, that uh, I, I, when I did that, that, that song I had uh, the Fat Function horn section come in and mm -hmm. I finally got, really got a chance to meet um, you know, Al, John and Courtney and, and, and hang out with them and, and then since then you know, Al had kind of come and, 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 and sat in with me. Um, uh, here and there, and when he was looking together, um, uh, uh, unfortunately, his his uh, his wife uh, passed from uh, from cancer uh, in in the spring of 2009, and um, one of the things that he really wanted to do to kind of honor her and and um, honor the fact that she was such a big fan of music, um, and and lucky enough for me, a, a fan of mine, um, that uh, he wanted to put together a benefit for her and. Um, so uh, Fat Function and Mama Digdowns and uh, myself um, got together and uh, went up to the Majestic, and uh, it was it was a pretty amazing night. Um, uh, I think I think in the end they raised something like I know that at at the end of the night he was like, well we raised five thousand. We were hoping to raise three, and I think after they tallied up everything they had raised closer to twenty thousand dollars for wow, the yeah. for the UW wow. Carbone yeah. Cancer Center to yeah. go to cancer research. Yeah, so. that's great. That's it, almost I, unheard of raising yeah, that much. I, I, for, for like a local thing with local bands, I, I can't take much credit um, for, for, you know, I was so honored to be there and it was so much fun. Um, me not really being a funk artist, you know, it kind of felt like I'll do my very best, okay? I think <laughs> but, you're pretty um, funk. To be that, yeah, yeah, you know, I had those guys come out. It was, it was yeah. just so much fun and, and really a chance for me to hear Fat Function again. And, and, and <laughs> it was such a, you know, I, when I was in college, hearing Fat Function was a huge band yeah, and they were in yeah. Madison and everybody loved them and I was like, they're awesome. And then like yeah. 10 years later, I've got them, you know, sitting in and playing on one of my songs. Yeah. So, that, that, so that horn section, Al Falachi and those guys, and, and, uh, um, oh, Oh, it's terrible. Here I go. Mind, mind uh, freeze. Uh, uh, Courtney yeah. and uh, and John John Shipper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like Tower of Power. I mean, they are they are tight and just hot, just incredible, yes. incredible. Horn yeah. Session. Hey, we have time for one more tune. All right. Um, I wish we had time for five more tunes, but we have we'd have time for one more tune. So, uh, thanks again so much for coming on the show again oh you're very welcome thanks so much for having me this is always a lot of fun and hopefully we can we can get together to you know sooner than later and yeah. even if we're not you know recording it get together exactly. and play so that would be really fun in your backyard looking at your parents house drinking beer maybe yeah that's right that's yeah. right that's with right. your with your five-year-old so bizarre can they see through those curtains <laughs> yeah it's it's really it actually really was bizarre going back and like i Taking taking uh, Noah to kindergarten the first day uh, at the at the the preschool that are that are the, at the at the grade school that I went to was was just absolutely bizarre and the fact that my my kindergarten teacher was there now and still and she was the principal now yeah. was kind of bizarre so yeah I was a I was a good <laughs> I was a good kid though let me tell you yeah. 
That's, that's, that's boring for musicians to say that, but yeah. I was. I, I didn't have. She was like, oh, Mark, I loved you. <laughs> so you never got caught, basically. Yeah, right. that, that's pretty much that's how it went. That's the story of my life. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Um, wow, what haven't we done yet? Um, I haven't really played the single. Maybe we should. Maybe I should yeah. give that a try. Okay. Yeah. You want to do it by yourself? Um, it's up to you guys if you want to jump in. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. So. Uh, this is the song that, uh, that I wrote back this, this spring of, of, of 2010 here. And um, I don't know if any of you saw of this, this horrible giant Gulf oil spill that happened to take place this, uh, this, this year. Missed that but, whole thing. Yeah, that whole thing. I missed yeah, the whole missed, thing. Never heard yeah, about it, huh? No, never heard. Well, uh, you know, I, <laughs> it's hard to be a, a, an artist and not let that affect you in some way and want to kind of communicate what you're, what you're thinking and feeling about that. And it just kind of gave me this, um, you know, realization of how much that whole, you know, infrastructure of, of oil and gas and how dependent we are on it and how much it controls our lives and, and affects us and can, and can damage and hurt us. And, you know, it just being this, this giant, what feels like a big giant mess. Um, uh, and I kind of wanted to uh, do my best to get across how I was feeling and you know, maybe slide a Sarah Palin reference in there as well. <laughs> you got to take them when you can get them. We, so. Normally we bleep things, but we'll actually turn that up. <laughs> kick, kick it right up there or not. I know I'm in safe company, so I'll assume. So this is a tune called The Gas Is On and it's the single. Somebody left the light on, somebody left the stove The burner's red and the canary's dead and the house is just about to explode Somebody turn the pump on, somebody let it run The miles ahead and they left us for dead and they said we don't have to bother with the chosen ones The gas is on in the kitchen, the gas is on on the drill Throw some gas on the fire cause we're gonna heat it up, we gotta bite the chill, yeah The words to my own song mm, painted over. Somebody read the writing, somebody said it right. Well, somebody said the war was coming to an end, but you know, we can always find another war to fight. Yeah, the gas is on in the kitchen, the gas is on, on the grill. Throw some gas on the fire, cause we're gonna heat it up and gotta fight the chill. The gas is on and it itches, the gas is on and it spills, the gas is on in the kitchen and we're gonna drink it up until we get our fill. Now it's a drip, drip, drop that won't stop the big top spinning like it's out of control. Shell is cracking and the big money's back in the lean and the lease on a soul. The hammer that's nailing is pale and it compares to what you can find underneath. The surface of the ocean is boiling with commotion and the smell of the blood on the reef. Now the bedrock's getting thicker and the stick is getting slicker and it's threatening to double in size. Oh, don't look now. That big black cloud is pouring from the earth and raining from the sky. The gas is on in the kitchen. The gas is on. Cause we're gonna heat it up, we gotta find the chill, yeah The gas is on and it itches The gas is on and it spills The gas is on in the kitchen And we're gonna drink it up until we get our fill The gas is on in the kitchen The gas is on on the grill Throw a little gas on the fire Cause we're gonna heat it up, heat it up, baby, heat it up The gas is on in the Lincoln The Cadillac and Cooper 
we get our fill. Mr. Mark Thank Croft, thank you. Thank you. That was, that was great. That was great. Thanks, guys. Uh, go to www.markcroftmusic.com, M-A-R-K-C-R-O-F-T, markcroftmusic.com. Find out where he's playing, what's coming up. Thanks, man. And, thanks so uh, much for being on. Thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, podcast producer, uh, broadcast producer, and... Uh, front of house sound engineer here uh, at the Brink Lounge. Thank you to the Brink Lounge. 701 one. East Washington Avenue. Right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. And also thank you to WRT 89.9 FM here in Madison. And WRT HD. And thank you to all of you for listening.